and welcome to Cameo Guys. I am your host, Mark Nelson, and as always, I'm joined by Cam. Hello, hello. And yeah, well, let's start off. Happy Mother's Day to those listening. Yes, to all the mothers, and uh, I hope this is uh, pays tribute. Yes, because uh, we we finally did it. We we finished the we, trilogy when we made a mistake early on and went. Oh, let's, let's watch New Year's Eve. Yeah, and then it was let's watch Valentine's Day. Yeah, and now it was let's watch Mother's Day, uh-huh. and we, we well, we've done it. It's over now, so. We've got that. I, in I, bag. I reckon we'd be in a uh, select group, a minority of, of people. Yeah, very much a minority group mm. who's actually seen all three of these films that aren't women. Not even that. I reckon. Just in general. I reckon in general, people surely turned on this by this as a, time as a franchise. Franchise. <laughs> that's that's a strong word. The the day cinematic universe as it as yeah. it was. Yeah. It's a bit sad that there's no more. Oh, sad is... Sad. Why not? What else could they have done? Well, Father's Day? No, see, it's, no, it's got to be female orientated. But maybe... But I, I, I well, feel there's, like there's Christmas Rough Day, is Father's Day. Is there a Christmas Day one? No. What's, was, what's, the, what's the, that the, one that we watched? Oh, it's that, based around Christmas and it's the same tea, kind of deal. But it was... Um, with plop in it. With plop. But it wasn't... No, that was just... That was Christmas Eve, I believe, was the film's title. Okay. So, not a day film, but in a similar vein, but not by yeah. this director. Okay. For, for reasons we'll get into shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, before we get into this, because I think this is going to be another one of those... One of those podcasts mm. where we we go in a little hard, as, as we do with this film series. It's not a... Uh, it's never a fun experience. This when was you sit down for these. This was the most boring one. Yeah, for what I thought would be a nice change of pace for these films, mm. it was. It actually made them worse somehow. Yeah. So I thought the fact that a there was going to be less cast, which there was compared to all the others. Yeah. And the there fact that stories, they weren't yeah. as disparate. Storylines again, mm. they were all a bit more like they didn't do the what a twist, let's wait till the end for everything to kind of no. fall into place. Like they actually just went straight up, no. everyone's linked, true. And I thought that was going to help it, no, in a way, no, made it go slower, yeah, because you're know, like, there's nothing to look forward to, yeah, or the Where, where's my gotcha moment <laughs> where yeah, you find Josh yeah, that Josh Demel. Wasted a year of his life waiting for Sarah Jessica Parker. Again, yeah. that's not happening. No. It shouldn't. <laughs> it shouldn't, but it did. It did. It did. All right. Uh-huh. Before we get into it any yep. further, yep. what have you been watching this week? I've got a fair list. Oh. So, Cameo uh, have started a retrospective. Yes, we've talked about this. Of Hitchcock. Yes. So, Sarah and I went to see the first two. So, mm-hmm. his first movie, The Pleasure Garden. Yep. And his second movie, The Lodger. Very good. Hmm. Good movies. S- yes. So, there was a bit of an issue with the first one. So, it's a silent film. Yep. Um, and normally, they'll have like um, just music accompanying it. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the copy that they got, it the, the audio was fucked for The Pleasure Garden. Oh, no. And... 
about five minutes in, someone in the cinema walked off and go, it's, it's fucked. So I think 15 minutes in, they go, look, the sound's not working. We're turning it off. You're happy. You're okay to watch it, but there'll be no sound. Whatsoever. But that's not the movie. Yes. So, I mean, it was still fine. Like, like the it was whole still... point of silent films was that they still had music correct. to convey emotion and tone. Oh, God. Yes, correct. So, not going to lie, made me sleepy, that first one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think maybe, yeah, half an hour in, I got a nudge. <laughs> Apparently I was snoring. Um, so, and the 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 lodger was better. The lodger was yep. better. It had um, yeah, really good music. It had some really off field, like it's normally just like sort of classical music, mm-hmm. but there was like three pop songs in there, oh. like with lyrics that kind of related to what was happening in the mm. movie. Um, yeah, the lodger was better because it was it was based on like Jack the Ripper. Yep. Um, but that was good. Those were good. So. We're not going to the next one, but we're going to try and go to a lot more. What's the next one? It's called The Ring. It doesn't look that interesting. Okay. Also, for some reason, I decided on Netflix to watch Saw 2 and 3. Why? Why not? Saw 2's not actually that bad. No. Here's something you would never believe. Saw 3's crap. Yep. I went to the theatres to see Saw 2 when it came out. How'd that go? I was braver back in the day. (laughs) I don't know. I, I used to go and see horror movies. It's in not cinemas. scary. It's just a bit. It's it's what it is. It's gore porn. Yeah, yeah, and it it got more ridiculous. All I remember from one. Saw Two is, I think it was a girl who later becomes his assistant. Yeah, in the third falls one, into a the... pit of like just used needles, mm. and that was. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, and I think one of the ones was like, oh, here's a serum that you need, and she puts like some girl puts her hands up. And it gets caught in like a razor blade type of deal. I will never forget the fact that in that film series, Luke Danes ended up being a villain. I think, yeah, I think that's in, um, starts in the fourth, I think. Netflix don't have anything past that, so I had to stop. But um, that's what I've been watching. I also have a few things to discuss. Uh, Well, it's it's a new start, or as some would call it, an anus tart. For Arrested Development again. Okay. Uh, so, last Friday, they re-released season four. Okay. Yep. As a completely remixed season, mm. which they've been talking about doing for years. So, they've remixed it into chronological order. Okay, yeah. It's 22 episodes, 20 minutes each, exactly like it used to air, mm. um, and completely new duration okay. to suit it. So, have got Ron Howard back into the booth, because mm-hmm. obviously, as soon as they rejigged the editing... Mm. That original narration didn't work, and it is much better for it. It is an easier watch now. From what I recall, didn't they? Didn't someone like? I, f- I felt like they kind of released a way that you could watch it if you want to do chronolo- chronological. I think I think like they, they go if you want to do like the episode this to this. Yeah. Whereas now it's just completely it's completely cut, okay. and it's it's good okay. because at the end of this month, mm-hmm. uh, May 29th, season five comes out. Okay. Except not in Australia. Oh. Because fucking Foxtel. Oh, they've got it. They still have first rights to any Arrested Development. So it wasn't a problem with season four, because mm. Netflix wasn't out in Australia when season four came out. Uh, so Foxtel did air it, and then by the time everyone got 
Netflix here. Mm. I was just like, oh, season four rest of developments up there. Yeah. So that was a bit disappointing, but I will find a way. Okay. To watch it. Well, that's good. I'm glad. And I'm I'm actually going into it without watching any trailers. Well, that's good. But I've I like told people at work that, and then I just listened to them all giggle as they all went off and watched it. So I'm oh. like, that's, what are you going to see in a track? I just I'm I'm at the stage now. I want to kind of like what you did for a yeah. while. I I I want to move away. Yeah, from trailers. I don't think trailers. I don't think you need it as long as I'm like, oh, cool. That's a movie I kind of want to see. Yeah, I'm happy. Because that that happens with like we've talked about it, like any comic book movie. Mm. Like as soon as I see one thing, yeah, I'm like, well, I know exactly what's happening now. Not even because the trailer's overshadowing, mm. but just from personal knowledge. Yeah. So no, I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And now I want to talk about a movie that I watched last night with Jess. All right. Whoa. It was heinous. Okay. And I just who who was in this movie. Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. Oh, The Post. We watched The Post. The newspaper. Jess chose The Post. Okay. And I went, I'll, I'll let you have it. Fuck me. Boring? Couldn't have been more boring. Mm. Couldn't have wasted the incredible <laughs> cast that they had more. It was just like, oh, cool. Tom Hanks being Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, now he's angry Tom Hanks. But again, not quite a lot of range there. He's just raising his voice. Yeah. But like there's... There was no tension. It's just like the entire film, and I think we talked about this when we first saw the yeah. trailer. It's like the entire movie makes it, this big deal about the fact that will they or won't they release it? But it's a fucking true story. Like we know yeah. they release it. There is no yeah. real tension there's no, no, here. There's, there's no building. And yeah. like, God, I do not know how Meryl Streep got a nomination for it. Not good. She just turned up. Turned up. Mm. It did not look interesting from trailer, so... I just... (laughs) I don't... I just don't get what happened with that film. Mm. And, like, you could easily tell, like, just the cast they had. Yeah. They would have gone in going, Spielberg, period drama, we're on here. We're a win. We're on here. Mm. (sighs) Yeah. It's... uh, There's only so much you could do with that story, but if they've gone that route... You're kind of going for the wrong part of it. I just if you know the ending and you're building to the ending, that's the wrong way to go about it. Just so incredible. Yeah. Do what Spotlight did. That was more interesting. But and that's what Jess and I made the mm. comment. We're like, Well, I bet they're feeling pretty shitty that Spotlight came out the year before because that well, it did everything better. That pipped the I post. Assume. Yeah, I assume. I'm not that, gonna say that. That definitely pipped, it the, pipped post. the post. Um no. mm. <laughs> I'm happy with what happened there. No, it's fine. But, um, yeah, just awful. I just, yeah, very frustrating mm-hmm. uh, cinema-going experience. Yep. But, uh, yeah, got a lot of movies to look forward to now, though. Mm-hmm. Deadpool 2 is getting rave, like, yep. first kind of, not reviews, because mm-hmm. it's on an, under embargo, but first kind of musings on, like, Twitter mm. and stuff, people are saying mm. it's pretty legit. Well, Sarah, Sarah, I didn't expect it. Sarah's like, yeah, we'll, we'll go. Have you seen the trailer for that? I think I've seen it. I'm have, not. Have you seen Peter? Yeah, you showed me Peter. Oh, so, yes, I did show you Peter. Peter gets better. The fact that okay. Peter has a Twitter. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. So there's that. And um, surprisingly, after last night, Solo premiered. Mm-hmm. And that is starting to get very good traction. 
Okay. People are like, don't worry anymore. It's fine. Yeah. Like, it takes a bit of warming up to him, mm. but he's he's a good solo, and um, apparently, in the end, Ron Howard filmed 70% of the film. Oh. He came in to finish it off, and apparently, because he's not a flog and was directing it well, mm. uh, had enough time and budget to go, let's refilm all the other... Well, good on him. ...drab stuff. So, I'm, I'm excited about that. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we're going to go see it, so don't even act like... We'll see. We'll see. Stop it. <laughs> you might be going solo to this one. You'll be coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. So, let's do the cast, because that's pretty much, as usual, the only thing that these films have going for them, because it's not there in the writing. So, mm. we have Jennifer Aniston. Yes. As Sandy. Mm-hmm. Kate Hudson as Jessie. I think that's the first time I ever heard her name. Uh, Julia Roberts as Miranda Collins. Jason Sudeikis as Bradley. Bradley? So, yeah. I did not hear that name. Because yeah, all he's called is Dad. So that is, that's your poster. So oh, they yes, are your so. headliners and yeah. they are your main storyline. Lead piece, actors. Which I think it, Julia Roberts probably shouldn't have been... Like, I understand why Julia Roberts is on the poster. Mm. But when that's kind of signposting your four storylines, it's actually her daughter in the film that I think um, is the lead of that storyline. Well, is even Kate Hudson a massive lead? Like, I don't think... I think she's part of it. But, oh, like, she, I feel she, like her family's more of a... Yeah, but she... You're not going to put the mum on the poster, your, I guess. It's your focus of that storyline. Yeah. Is, is Jesse. Uh, we had Timothy Oliphant. As Henry, mm-hmm. Shay Mitchell as Tina, Kayla Brown as Mikey, oh, the other kid, Brandon Spink as Peter, the other kid, and oh Jesus, what else have we got here? Oh, of course, it's an appearance. <laughs> yeah. Where is everyone else? I'm sure they're there. There he is, Hector. Arizondo mm-hmm. as Lance Wallace. That's 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 someone. Um, <laughs> they existed in the movie. All right, you've got here we go. Margot Martindale as Flo, the mum. Yep. Asif Manvi as Russell. Robert Pine as Earl. Loves some fried chicken. Sarah Chalk. Yeah. As Gabby. Hmm. Uh, Cameron Esposito. It's Max. It's Max. Uh, I just guessed. Oh, you did well. Thank you. Larry Miller. As motorcycle. Larry Miller. Cop. <laughs> Larry he didn't Miller. have a really funny line in this one. No, he really didn't, which was quite mm. disappointing. Oh, my God. There's a lot of people that are but useless. Just, I'm just like, where's Jack Whitehall even no, on going. this cast list? Keep going. Oh, my Jesus. Jennifer Garner's appearing on this cast list before two actors that are actually a pivotal plot line. Is Brit- that Robert- part of appearance, though? Is that appearance? No, she is. Layden. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So we've got Britt Robertson as Kristen. Yep. And Jack Whitehall as Zach. Mm. What, a, what an actor. I think... Oh. Let's let's just call him out. John Lovitz as club owner Wally Byrne. Uh-huh. 
Oh, Jesus. It just goes on and on and on. Um, we'll just go with that's it, because bugger it, I can't be bothered. I'm getting out my favourite sound effect for this episode. <laughs> Alright, so let, let's get into it. So again, uh-huh. we've got... Trivia? Oh, fuck me. Do you want to do some trivia? You can, can tell do... you can tell how much I'm trying to rush through this one. I can do some trivia. Yeah, do some trivia. Okay, so Julia Roberts' three children appeared in this. Of course they did. I'm mom, assuming they were the kids. mum's not getting paid enough. No. Because uh, she earned three million for four days of work. Fucking hell! Which is just, uh, and it's the final movie from director Gary Marshall before he's passing. Yeah, he he passed right after the release, so he didn't get to see the fanfare that this movie created. Um, Probably for the best. This is Jack Whitehall's first Hollywood movie. I did see that. And last, oh. what else has he been in? Um, he he made a joke. I think he was supposed to be in Trolls, but his part got edited out. Oh, um, I'm not counting that then. He's one of his TV shows. Bad Education had a film made, but again, not Hollywood. Not Hollywood, film. yeah. But I I reckon he'll have his moment. Mm. This is this is probably the the best trivia, and I'll leave it on this. Mm-hmm. Julia Robert wears the same wig she wore in Notting Hill. For a scene about a space movie. So, like, when... Mm. They, yeah, so... Yeah. Because it was an awful week. It wasn't great. It was not... I wonder why she wanted great. to wear it. Uh, she was recycling, is what um, the, the, the comment says. Good grief. I cannot wait to see some of the reviews of this. I know, I'm pretty when we, excited. When we, when we get to that. That is probably the thing I'm looking <laughs> forward to the most. That's it. I can't be bothered with any more trivia. So, how do you want to do it? Do you want to do it like we do? The I other don't think ones? we can do it really like the other ones because they actually they all intersect. Kind of. You could no. You could do. You can do story to story. I reckon. Until they meet. This is true. You could do it as they meet, but yeah, let's because just... I cannot remember the fucking play by play. No, the no order, that would be impossible. Because it doesn't make All right, so let's let's do it. We've got our let's, we've got our poster. We've got the four people on the poster. Yep. Let's discuss this. Okay. So, so Aniston. Do you want to do Aniston first? Or Kate? Let's do Kate first. Okay. Um, but let's... I want to preface this with... This movie peaked five seconds into the I film. I did, absolutely. Uh, where... You know, we've got some narration about how wonderful mothers are, and we're seeing scenes of a very frantic mother getting her children onto the school bus. Yes. Children get on the school bus, and she realises she did not give them... No, he dropped the banana. He dropped the banana, sorry. Mm. And so she picks up the banana and uh, yells out to him, you forgot your banana, yep. and goes to throw said banana into the bus and yep. just throws it. Straight into the side of the bus. Mm-hmm. Right at the window. Just Great. some good slapstick. That's all it you need. It got a good laugh out of us. Yep. And that's where the film went down. Watched it twice. Yeah, we did. We actually rewound it because Jess walked into the room <laughs> and we're like, this movie has peaked. You need to see this. Yep. And that is all you really needed to see of this film. Yeah. It's strange they, they, they opted to start the movie with just someone. No, Not only... I thought it was strange because... I felt going in, of course, that this movie would all be about mm. mothers and the strength of mothers and yeah. how good mothers are, because Valentine's Day was about how good love is. 
Mm. New Year's Eve was about how good just fucking New Year's Eve is and all that kind of. I felt this movie, looking really deep into it, it's about nothing, wasn't really like championing mothers. No. It just went, here's a setting. Whereas all the other ones kind of built on that theme. Like, Mm. none of these were good mothers. Like, really? Mm. Like, Jennifer Aniston was deeply flawed. Out of any of them, I think, was the, the good mother. Yeah. But was very flawed in that approach. Yeah, well, she, she was a she bit was jealous and selfish. frantic and selfish. Yeah. Kate Hudson. Well, that, 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 uh, that that's, story that's is more about, about the mother. That's yeah. more about their mother. But yeah. still, oh, she was... at no point do you see her parenting her child. And, yeah, until she picked him up once. Once. And... Let's see, meet Sam. Sudeikis is about a dead wife. Mm-hmm. And not wanting to do Mother's Day. I'm like, and not wanting to do choice. Mother's Day and, yep. you know, dwelling on the past. And then you've got Julia Roberts' character who... Doesn't want to be a mum. ...was, yeah, just to, due to situations and yeah. age, like, wasn't a mother and abandoned her child, essentially. Yeah, and then they, they kind of went with her child being a mother who doesn't want to commit... Oh, fucking... Like, but do you see what I mean? Like, the others I felt actually... Mm. Built, well, what built is there up. to say about Mother's Day? I, no, not even... It didn't have to be about Mother's Day, but I just think as I thought it was going to be way more hammed up and cliche about how good are mums, mm. but it wasn't. No. Just just something to know. And the film took a weird tone straight away because you've got mm. this mum, she's frantic, mm. she fails at throwing the banana, like straight away, straight away, you know what I mean? Like it's... I think the it's mother just showing the stress. The mother failed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they showed... I don't know. They were trying to show how hard it is to be a mum, but then it's I just like, well, I, just, I just want to look deeper into this one because there's not I a really, lot on the surface. There's nothing at, it's nothing at all on the surface. Mm. It's... <laughs> uh, okay, so Kate Hudson. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Kate Hudson's storyline is that, and again, this was weird. She lives across the street from her sister. Mm. Cool, cool. It's just either coincidence or they love each other. I don't know. Yeah. Um, her sister is, I'd say married. Is Sarah Chalk. Sarah Chalk. Yes. Is Sarah Chalk. And is married to her female partner. Mm-hmm. And they have an adopted son. Yes. And Kate Hudson is married to a wonderful Indian doctor. Yes. Mr. Col- no, Dr. Coley. Dr. Carl oh, Russell Coley. Oh, I almost went on an accent there. Yep. That's why you don't do that. Oh. Yep. Okay. Reel it back. Yep. Reel it back. Mm-hmm. And they have a son. Yes. As named well. Tanner. Yep. And they have an estranged mother. And father. And father. Because as the storyline progresses, we realise they are from Texas. Yep. And are your typical cliche... Rednecks. Redneck Americans who, A, you know, don't want their daughter being a lesbian and don't want their other daughter marrying an Indian. So they've all lived a bit of a lie their entire lives where they just... A, uh, Sarah Chalk tells her that she's got a partner called... Steve. Steve. Steve or Steve. And that... Kate Hudson told the parents that she broke up with her Indian with boyfriend. With the Indian husband. Yep. But because it's Mother's Day, the mum and dad get in the RV and decide to surprise them. And Well, they, they, they we first get a Skype call. A Skype call where, of course, mum doesn't understand 
how Skype works because she's no, old. Cause she's old and old mate is in his box of shorts eating fried chicken. Whilst driving the RV. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's not really eating fried chicken. He's chewing on the bone. <laughs> just just sucking really it down. sucking it Yeah, I don't like that any, a, at all. It was not a great visual. Nope. Um, but that, that, that Skype happens. call is when we quickly realise that they're hiding things and you mm-hmm. find out they haven't spoken for a while. But yeah, so they rock up as a surprise. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold... They discover everything a, goes to shit. The lesbian relationship and the interracial relationship, and so what? What, what term does um, the dad use for? Oh, the... you you married a towelhead. Towelhead. We we looked at each other, towelhead, and went, "This is an uncomfortable scene." The whole scene was uncomfortable yeah. uh, because not only uh, are the parents getting angry, mm. but so is Russell. Yep, because he's she. Kate Hudson's character told Russell that. Her parents were living in a dementia facility. So, yep. just real, Solid, real yeah. good person. When's that going to come back at you? Nah. Never. Never. Apart from this situation right now. But uh, the parents go to leave. Yep. Russell fucks off. He's like, no, nah, you're a liar. No. Nah. I'm leaving. I'm off. Um, by leaving, he crosses the street to go stay at her sister's house. Mm. Fucking hero. Yep. And uh, the parents can't leave because the RV's got a dead tire. Yeah. Flat tire. Uh, the next morning, though, they get that fixed. But oh no, someone's stolen something it's from the, the RV. The ignition fuse is gone. Mm. So we've got to hang out. Mum goes, "Oh fuck!" And I'm going for a beer inside. And lo and behold, ends up skyping with Russell's mum. It's like why a why is the comp- the laptop open with no one in the house? And b why is Skype open? And anyway, and it, and Skype answered a call automatically. Mm. Yeah, it did. Just movie things, and they, the the two mothers kind of bond because the Indian mother kind of talks about the fact that Russell, mm. you know, didn't tell her that he was marrying a white girl, and mm. he she wasn't invited to the wedding as well, and all this stuff, and they bond, yada yada yada. The next morning they're about to leave. Did but you notice the, the beer that the Indian mother was drinking? No, I didn't actually. It notice. was an IPA. You know what? Good attention to detail. So you're having an IPA next to a Coors Light. <laughs> Just going to have some Coors Light. <laughs> anyway, yes. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it all boils down to, they all get in the RV. They kind of hash it out a bit. Mm-hmm. The parents and the daughters, they call Russell in by pretending that she's going to move back home with the parents. A bit gullible, old yeah. Russ. Russell rushes out. He still doesn't want to borrow it though because he said, you know, She's a liar. Mm-hmm. Can't trust her. Old mate just goes, oh, fuck it, I'm going to drive. Pretends that there's no brakes on the RV anymore <laughs> to the point that they all profess their love for each other and, yep. you know, they want to be in each other's lives. And and uh, we missed. Not the, It's not a massive thing, nor do I feel like I really need to talk about it, but they made a float. Oh, I was just kind of avoiding that because, like, <laughs> so the the lesbian couple made a float of a womb. Yeah. Why? We don't know. They did it, uh, probably just to make the joke for Larry Miller at the end, where he's the cop and he's chasing after them, and he said, "There's a runaway RV and something pink." Which I think was a joke that men just don't understand female anatomy. Mm. It's hilarious. I laughed so much. 
Lots. Anyways, so their storyline, it just ends. ends there. That's it. <laughs> cool. We're all we're all happy. We're all fine and dandy. Fucking everyone's happy. They. That's that's the it. cops are racist. Yeah, but that's that's it. Like, yeah. What a storyline. Mm. Moving on. Moving on to. Uh, let, let's go with Julia. Whitehall. Well, which is Julia. It is okay. Julia. True. Yeah. So Julia Roberts' storyline intersects with two because mm-hmm. their 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 storylines were the only gotcha, even though it was the most telegraphed thing known to man. It's like what other person anyway. So. Yeah. We see Julia Roberts throughout the film. She's a bit of a, kind of like an Oprah. She's got like a daytime TV show, but it's more she's selling shit on it. She, selling yeah. her own line of jewellery yeah. and books and everything. So mm. you see her peppered throughout the film on TV and at some Why events everyone later them on. on the TV? I don't know. She was on everything. all the TVs. She was at a bar. Yeah. Why is that on the bar? I don't know. What? what, what? Yeah. But we're also introduced to Jake Whitehall <laughs> and his partner, who have a, a new child but they're yes. not married mm. uh, she doesn't really know what she wants to do with her life Jack Whitehall is British which is good didn't really need to stretch his chops no, 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 not no. only British but a British stand up comedian yeah no he's really stretched it there and his whole storyline boils down to him doing a couple of rounds of a comedy competition to win five grand so he can support his family oh Jesus fucking yep. God and essentially his thing is I've asked my girlfriend to marry me several times. She says She no. says no. That's his comedy shtick. It ain't great. No. Um, but then you find out real life, that's actually happened. Mm. It's causing some complications because he does want to be with her. Uh, but she's quite hesitant because in her words, she doesn't even know who she is as a person because she's never met her mother. What a twist. Her mother is Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah. So, so... Yeah, it's like if they want it to be a surprise, which they probably didn't, to be honest. Who who the fuck else could it have been? No one. At one point, you said it was Kate Hudson. (laughs) There is not a big enough age. I haven't seen all the characters yet. This is true. This is just like yeah, get her. Yeah. So she she rocks up at Julia Roberts's signing of something. Says, "I'm your daughter." The manager's just like. Nah, bi- nah, bitch. This has happened a few times. She even whips out the medical documents, and, he said and he's just like, forged it. "Anyone could forge this." Settle down, mate. Settle down, Hector. Yeah, fuck off, mate. <laughs> uh, the the storyline essentially boils down to they have a heart to heart. She gets introduced to the granddaughter, yep. um, but while this before this even happens, uh, while she's off meeting her mum, mm-hmm. Jack Whitehall's left with the baby. Has oh. to go and do his final stand-up. Oh, no. Goes on stage with the baby. The crowd loves it, because who doesn't love a baby? Yeah, also, for a comedy set, not funny. Oh, not funny at all. And he won. Well, the the daughter won. His actual stand-up's not bad. I haven't seen enough of it to comment. Okay. I've only seen him, really, on Big Fat Quiz, and he annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> him and Jimmy. James Corden. No, the, I still like the one where he was texting James Blunt. Good old Blunters. I know that riled you and our other friend up, but uh, <laughs> I'm all for it. Okay. He actually has a really good Netflix series mm. where he goes on a gap year with his dad. Okay. And his dad is the polar opposite. Like, he is your old school... Well, doesn't he have money? Almost, yeah, he's, he's from money. money. Yeah. So, his dad's like almost Richard Attenborough. 
esque, like oh. walks around in like white suits with like one of those white hats on, like you've, and it is, but it's a gap year, so they're off to Thailand and stuff. And his of dad course. fucking hates every second of it, as he would. It is. I give that a watch. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> That's my comment. Uh-huh. We'll see. Like at one point, his dad, because they go to like a um. Where do they go to? They go to like a, almost like a full moon party area. Mm. So they're in like huts for the night. Mm. And his dad at one point fucks off to go book a five star hotel so he can go take a shit. Good. Yeah, it was great. As he should. Yep. And then I yep. think he got annoyed by the toilet because it was like one of the ones that like pulls water up. Oh, the bidet. So he got pissed off at that. Great TV. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Jack Whitehall wins some money and fuck it, they all meet each other and it, everything's a good. Good time. Yep. And because of that, she then goes on Julia Roberts' show mm. and says, I want to marry you. And their storyline ends up with them getting married at the bar that at he works bar. at. at uh, who, who owns the bar? Was it Hector? Shorty. Oh, the little midget man. Mm. Mm. They could, it was Shorty's bar. It was oh, yeah. great. It was really good comedy. Um, I laughed not once. Um <laughs> Anyway, that's over. That that was that one. Yep. All right. Now we're just going to talk about the last two because these do intersect. True. Slightly. So you got Jason Sudeikis. He's got two kids. He's did an- some of this work, the Sudeikis bit, as a story? What do, do you, you think? Like, the, did you did you like his part of the film? I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was great. I think with even everything else, mm-hmm. probably the better part of the story. Like, I'm just. I got the story as a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Everything else was just kind of nothing. Yeah. You get what I mean? Because I think he had character growth. Yes. Which I think helps. It's a story. <laughs> because he, he's 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 a widow mm-hmm. with two daughters. He he is a mas- an ex master sergeant in the military. <laughs> Fuck off. Um married to Jennifer Garner. Who was also in the military, mm-hmm. but it is implied that she died. In service. In service. Um, and he's not dealing with it well. No. At all. And no. he's putting too much pressure back on the kids because they're noticing that he's not taking it well, so they're doing all the cleaning, the cooking, pretty much. Being the 16-year-old the daughter's, you know, looking after the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just dwelling on it, still watches videos of her and mm-hmm. takes it out on things like he's the soccer coach but gets really aggressive at the... <laughs> The umpire. The old ref. The old ref. Just just Louis classic whistle. gags there. Mm. He he owns a gym, though. Yes. And a lot of the gym patrons are trying to help him move on. Yes, the three ladies. Three ladies. They were with lovely. The, which was the, the first... banana thrower. She did come back into I'm the film. i she came back, yes. Um, and yeah, his storyline's just yeah about him trying to move on. And it does intersect a lot with Jennifer Aniston's mm-hmm. uh Character maybe once or twice, and they have, they have a meet they have cute, a, a failed meet cute, and then a successful meet cute towards the end. Mm. Um, and it's it's implied that yeah, he's ready to move on because like his daughter wants to do karaoke like mum did, but he never let her. Mm-hmm. The other, the older daughter wants mum's car, which is fair, but he wants to just get rid of it because mm-hmm. it's a memory. Yep. Um, and things again, that soccer match helps things boil over. Yes. Because the daughter pretty much just calls him out on being mopey and mm-hmm. stuck in the past and that he needs to move on and mm. support the family. Well, and I I think the actual part of it 
that was more resonating was he didn't want to celebrate Mother's Day, which is, I get that. Yeah. But by not wanting by to not celebrate it, it, he was mm. trying to ignore it completely and not even let the girls have mm. Mother's Day. Uh, Mother's Day comes around and he wakes up and the girls are gone mm-hmm. and he finds out that one of you know the family, friends, one of the mums yeah. has taken them to the grave. Mm-hmm. Um, he drives and notices, well, not really notices, he sees mm. uh, their very emotional mm. reaction to being there and that they're still grieving and then he decides, you know, it's it's not fair to just forget mm. and so he, you know, gets him a karaoke machine, so has a party. Pardon? Honour the memory. Honour the memory. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, his storyline kind of ends though because he falls off their balcony, breaks his leg, which puts well, Kind him... of. I don't know what he really did. His leg was fucking sideways. It's but broken. But then he just gets into like a moon boot and it's a, like, well, you'd have boots, more for nah, a think... broken leg. I reckon he maybe broke his ankle. Okay. Yeah, that's why the foot would be that way. Okay, Mm. so he broke something, ends up at the hospital, has a meet cute with Jennifer Aniston, Mm -hmm. and it's implied that they will form a relationship. They will will eventually do what, Mark? They will store... You haven't said it in a while. You wouldn't have said it in Avengers, nor Get Out. Mm, I'm pretty sure I said it in Get Out. I might have brought up that Alison Williams was stupping some black men. I don't recall. Mm. I'll have to check the archives. <laughs> or maybe well, a back. listener can correct me. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, so just to then finally round it up, we have Jennifer Aniston's yes. storyline where she is divorced from Tim Oliphant's mm-hmm. character. They've got two sons. Yes. Um, and their storyline is the crux that he's he's remarried. He's, he's remarried a with a very younger young woman. woman. Um and it's all about Jennifer Aniston's character accepting uh, it. Accepting it cuz mm. it's kind of implied at the start that she'd be willing to get back with him yes. because she thought that's what his that's big news was. Um and yeah, it's all about her adapting to this new life where, mm-hmm. you know, the sons have a stepmother and all that happens and it escalates. She has a couple of breakdowns. That she meets yep. Jason Sudeikis when she goes out shopping, and he notices her having an absolute breakdown in the car. Yep. Um, her storyline just really shitted me. It, like, was, it, was, it was it was selfish. Like that's her storyline. So it was just like like uh, I understand it for a bit, but then it kept going. It w- and all it, it, it what it took in the end was the son to have a, a fucking asthma attack and even then she was just kind of like eh, fuck you yeah and I think it was just seeing that the Tina the new mum mm. was willing to help but still rely on her as well still felt important yeah that's what she wanted that's the selfish part she still mm. needed to feel important mm. in her kids lives her storyline was rubbish they end up at the hospital mm. obviously because of the asthma attack yep. which is where she meets Jason Sudeikis for the second time. Fucking cool. candy machine. Fucking yeah, it, stuck. It was a meek. It, yeah. it was awful. Like her storyline did nothing. She no. She was the weakest point of this film, and it was the only one that really showed the mother, like a, a mother being yeah, a mother, and exactly. it was the worst part. Of it. I know. That's that's what I was talking about at the start. Like there was yeah. a no real focus on mother, mm. mothers, mothers, yeah, and even when they were shown. Kind of in that mother role, it's 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 not great. It's kind of 
don't know whether it's an indictment on the film, but the best storyline was one with no mother in it. Yeah. Or the absence of a mother. That's some real real talk there. It's just what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. That's the review done. Fucking hell. Thank fuck. So let's, before we get into the good old joys of some five-star <laughs> reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. There'd be one. Oh, there's got to be a few. Uh, what did you think, Mark? Like, it was it was awful. Yeah, it was crap, wasn't it? I think, like I said at the start, the more focused narrative did it no favours. Mm-hmm. It shone a light on just how poor the writing was. Whereas I yeah. think in the others, there was so much going on. And it would just it cut away so often yeah. that you were more distracted by that and weren't... I don't think you had enough time to stop and think mm. it, about how poor it is, but yeah. because it was really one overarching narrative with mm. a couple of characters within it, the pacing was slower and it just... It, it, it meandered and it made me miss New Year's Eve. Yeah. You know what? We actually had more fun watching rather New watch Eve. that because I... Where was Ludacris? There's no fucking Bon Jovi Luda. in this one. <sighs> anyway, so that, that, don't see this. No, film. don't watch it. After okay. watching three of these, don't it's watch the any one. of them. And well, this was the worst one. And yeah. I understand why. This is why, other than the creator kind of passing, yeah. but that studios haven't gone. Hey, it's time for Father's Day. It's time for Christmas Day. It's time for Easter Day. Like <laughs> Easter weekend. <laughs> uh, I'll chime in then. Yep. This was by far the worst one, and. It had zero substance. It actually made the subjects that you wanted to root for <clears throat> made you not want to root for them. Yep. You have a movie called Mother's Day with no actual fucking good mothers in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot remember what I gave the other ones, but this is worse. So, it's a zero. And? It's, z- it's zero good mothers out of... <laughs> oh, I Oh, zero good banana throws out of five. <laughs> which honestly <laughs> reflects what I'm seeing now on Rotten Tomatoes, which uh-huh. is 6% rating mm. with a critical consensus of arguably well-intended yet thoroughly misguided Mother's Day is the cinematic equivalent of a last-minute gift that only underscores its embarrassing lack of effort. That couldn't be more spot-on. True. But... Because the world is a strange thing. <laughs> there are quite some... Uh, there's some glowing reviews here. I I don't get when people give it five stars, and it's not saying this movie's amazing, why the fuck are you giving it five stars? Tiana D. Five stars. This was really cute. Ian Walker. This was not as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> Comfortable, predictable, yet still enjoyable to watch. That is not five stars. <laughs> lordy, 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 lordy. Ron Tora. I rather enjoyed the movie. I could relate to it, and it cheered me up. It's a good movie. Poor oh boy. Is it? Hina D. Oh, yes. It's the best movie of the kind that I've seen. <laughs> Thanks. I, 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 I don't even... I don't even want to... Oh, I'm going this four and a half one. Okay. Fantastic film. 
so many good twists and turns. Made me laugh. It also made me feel like crying in places too. Such a feel-good film. Mm. In what point was there a single twist and turn? They did not see Julia Roberts as the mum coming. No, they're like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. oh, who's the mum? Who's the mum, guys? Oh, fuck, Julia right. Roberts. We've got a, a fairly long five star oh, from Andrea C. Mm-hmm. It was nice to watch a great Marshall film again. And the last time. I love this movie. It was so well thought out, and it really keeps your attention. No, it doesn't. There are great details that link to each other. All the female actresses did amazing and got along so well on screen. I think Mr. Sadikas blended well. He was so funny and real. Mr. Manvi was so hilarious and so uniquely witty. That scene with him getting out of the RV was so funny. I was so for him in the movie. Okay, so what was her name? Andrea C., I don't know whether she's seen the outside world. Yeah. <laughs> um, because if you think that's funny, I'm worried about your well-being. Oliver. Oliver Todd. This is my last one because I can't deal with people anymore. <laughs> A huge list of well-known celebs. I thought this would be bad like Valentine's Day. But they did a pretty good job. It was funny and entertaining. In a way, I loved it. Well... Opinions are, are things. Everyone has one. Uh, some people are just wrong. Yeah. You are one of them, Oliver. All of them were wrong in that scenario. Mm. So that was uh, Mother's Day to all the mothers. Yes, happy Mother's Day. Which I'm not sure if we have them in our 20 listeners or so. I think mum does sometimes. Oh, Linda. Bless her. She's always like, oh, I listened. That's my impression, obviously. She loves it. I'm hello, glad, mother. I'm glad she's a fan. Oh, hello, Lisa. I know you don't listen, but if you ever did, <laughs> hello. Um, so, yeah, happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. It was uh, an interesting movie to watch. Well, at least we don't have to do it again, and I don't know whether there's any more Mother's Day movies. There probably oh. is. There probably is. I don't... Don't, don't quote him on that. Don't, we we will, can. We'll find out next year. <laughs> Fuck. But, uh, again, everyone, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Um as you know, we always appreciate feedback yes. and questions, especially feedback. So if mm. you've got the time, you're still listening. You've obviously got your phone somewhere because you're listening to on a device. You've got something somewhere. Leave us a review. Mm-hmm. You know, a f- couple of stars here, depending on what your app is, or write a review. Um, because any reviews you leave us really help, you know, get visibility to the podcast. Mm. So, mm. A, this is episode 45. If you're still listening now, it means you've listened... For a while, so unless unless you're really unless you're looking up Mother's Day, going, do you know what I want? My I want Mother's I want Day to listen fix. to this now. So if you're a new listener as well, <laughs> subscribe and review, be amazing. Um, but yeah, if you just want to send some generic feedback through or any questions, uh, we are found on all social media platforms, so Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as mm-hmm. Cameo Guys, or just leave us an email at Cameo Guys at Gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. So please. Do all of that, especially the reviews. That'd be great. Yeah, even if it's um, even if it's a bad review, negative. I'll take negative. Yeah, just I'll, be good. I'll just rip be you. I'll hear. rip you to shreds, but I'll take it. Yeah, and our favourite one: suggest movies for us to watch. Yes, yes, always our favourite. Yes, because we've ended up lis- listening, watching some awful films. Um, so yeah, always feel free to suggest some stuff. Yeah, anything you want, I don't mind. All right, but other than that, we'll leave everyone to it, and we'll see. Well, we won't see you. But you'll hear from us next week. I'll see you. Oh, Jesus. See you, everybody. (laughs) See you, guys.